If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's a creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hi, welcome to What Does It Feel Like? I'm Alicia. And I'm Rafa. This week, we're going to be talking to Kirsten and Jen, two ladies over six feet tall. Let's dive in and find out what it feels like to be a woman over six feet tall. Let's start the conversation with why did we choose this topic? Well, for those of you who do not know me, I am tall. I am actually five foot ten, and I feel so lucky today to get to have this conversation with my sister and one of my closest friends, Kirsten. So let's start this conversation with how tall are you? Jennifer, I am currently six foot two, but at my tallest, I was six foot three. And this is Kirsten and I'm six foot one. I think I remember reading somewhere that, yeah, technically your spine, you stop growing at 25. I think that's when it stops. Yeah. Wow. I, I, I did grow a little over 6'3 up until my 20s, and then I've started to come back down, and I was very happy at my last doctor's visit to learn that I was 6'2". So speaking, speaking of your height, let's get into the next question. Uh, what shoe size are you? Uh, I am a size 12, which is very difficult to find shoes that fit. I'm also a 12 and yeah, it's, it's easier now um, with the internet and online ordering than it was like in high school, trying to find cute shoes. Or shoving your foot into a 10. It's always unusual. I I found that it's always like Payless would carry the big feet. Yes. The larger size shoes, Payless, but but they were always good quality shoe. No, they look like, you know, like old typical, like nurse shoes, you know, like hideous. Or they were like five inch heels. Right. Yes, the hooker boots. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, yeah, I'm six feet. I'm going to wear a high heel, (laughs) five inch heel. Exactly. (laughs) Like a pirate wench. I'm going to have a pirate wench. Oddly enough, I I dressed as Lieutenant Ohura for Halloween one year. And the only place I can get that were boots, like the the 60s type boots on a high heel was at Payless for like 30 bucks. It was like, I got a score. And then they fell apart by the end of the night. (laughs) Yeah. There was always there was always a, a man shoe. You could always find uh, the shoe in the men's department. So there was always a nice man shoe to wear. I always wore men's shoes, yeah. like tennis shoes, sneakers, yeah, Jeans. sandals. Okay, yeah. well let's speak yeah. this. Let's okay. go into like clothing. You know, growing up, and you know, all of a sudden you're six feet tall. So challenges of finding clothes to fit. Well, I feel like I single handedly brought back the capri pant. <laughs> all my pants looked and I was very happy when everybody got in line and started wearing pants that look like capris as well (laughs) 
Um, well, I remember like, in, well, for instance, in high school, I, I just want to say in high school, I was 5'10", 5'10 and a half. I didn't, I kept growing after high school. So I, I was happy at 5'10". I thought that was pretty good. And then I kept going, but um, I would buy men's jeans. And in high school, you know, in the eighties, it was in to peg them, you know, like safety pin them as tight as you could roll them up. So I just always wore men's. Yes. Um, when I first got into my career, I could only wear suits that were skirts and they looked like mini skirts. And so I had a, you know, a boss tell me I couldn't wear such short skirts, but I really didn't have a choice. So I had to hire a men's tailor to make me a suit so I could have a pantsuit, but it was a man's, he only knew how to make men's style. So for years I wore a man's pantsuit because I could not find business clothes or a suit to fit. And so the first suit I bought cost about a thousand dollars and it was a tailored man's suit custom made to fit me, but it looked like a man's suit. That's kind of cool. And I, <laughs> I always think of, do you remember the, do you remember Daryl Hannah when she did the movie Splash? Yes. It was a movie that, and then she like walked into like a JC Penney's or Lord and Taylor's and then she walked out wearing a man's suit, but she made it sexy. So that's. Yeah. That's mine was cool. not. <laughs> <laughs> You needed the crimper. You needed the crimper. Yeah. Wasn't, wasn't Daryl Hannah over six feet tall too? Wasn't she very tall? I feel like I she was she tall. Was, yeah. Another woman. Another tall. There were many back then though. Now it's common, but back in the eighties, it felt like I was the only person. And I was convinced that everybody was looking at me and staring at me everywhere I went. I, mm-hmm. I definitely felt insecure over how tall I was back in the eighties. So Kirsten grew after high school did you grow during high school or when did you have your growth spurt I mean I had a growth spurt I don't remember what age I was I was probably towards the end of adolescence you know like um maybe eighth grade ninth grade I had a a growth spurt which actually I was um dancing I took ballet and it the growth spurt actually damaged like my knees so I had I got something called chondromalacia my knees and I had to go do physical therapy um, to strengthen the muscles around my kneecap because I grew so fast my muscles couldn't keep up. <laughs> so interesting. So that, yeah. So that kind of ended that a little bit of that career. <laughs> yeah. Then, Jen, when did you have your growth spurt? In seventh grade. Seventh grade. I was in Catholic school, and I remember I got in trouble because my che- I was a cheerleader. And we had our cheerleading uniforms made in, in June. And then when I went back to school in September, it was a pep rally. We had to wear our, our uniforms. And my uniform was now way above the place it was supposed to be. And I ended up getting into <laughs> <laughs> That got a double-edged sword. made me popular, didn't it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I did have the shortest skirt in Catholic school. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's what awesome. we all aim for, right? Yeah. <laughs> the skirt. <laughs> They used to, I went to Catholic school too, Jen, and I remember like the nuns would get the rulers out to show what the, the length above the knee, what was allowable. I think it was like three inches yeah. or at the knee, depending on what the type of skirt was. We had the, the pleated tartans, but for cheerleading, I know that was a whole nother ball, another whole yeah. ball of wax. Yeah, I had the shortest skirt for sure on the cheerleading, on the cheerleading squad. And she was the most popular girl. <laughs> <laughs> So what were some of the challenges being tall, like with dating? I'm just kind of curious about that. Were there challenges? Maybe there weren't even challenges. Oh, there were challenges. I never even went on a date until I was 18. I didn't go to homecoming. I didn't go to prom. I just 
you know, I was, I was six foot three, everybody else was five foot four, five foot five. So I definitely was not, it wasn't cool to be six foot three in 1988 at all. Right. So, yeah, there so, was what, no so what was it? Do you think that maybe like guys didn't want to approach you or they were intimidated to approach you? Or? I just think I looked very different than everybody else. And yeah, I think there was probably some intimidation. I mean, looking back now, I realize, and I've found out since high school that there were boys who did have a crush on me, but my insecurities about it kept me from feeling like, anybody could ever like me because I just felt like I was so different than everybody else. And I really, I mean, people ask me every day, how tall are you? Are your parents tall? What does it feel like to be tall? How, you know, do you play basketball? Play basketball. (laughs) How's the air up there? You know, just every day, the same question, strangers, strangers felt they could walk up to me and they would say rude things, you know, damn, you're tall. And it just got to a point where it was always being pointed out to me. Did you know you're tall? I would hear that one all the time. Did, do you know you're tall? And I was like, yes, I know I'm tall. So it's just constantly in my face. So you just feel like you're, you're not, you know, you're different. You're not worthy of dating anyone. So I was very insecure about dating when I was younger. And then, and then that all changed once I realized that being tall was this huge asset. But up until, you know, I was 19, I, I didn't think I could date. Same for me. I didn't date at all, really, in high school. I I did go to my senior prom with somebody who was a few inches, a couple inches shorter than me, but that didn't seem like a big deal, really. Um, But yeah, I didn't date at all. I felt the same. Yeah. I felt awkward. And And I I probably realized around 1920 that it was this huge asset to be tall, that I started to see it, that everyone remembers me. Everybody recognizes me. Everyone sees me when I walk into a room. And I started to notice that people started to always think I was in charge. I'm the boss. I must know the answer. Just being tall, people were always, you know, looking to me for the answer. People, if I was in a group of people and I'm with somebody who is in charge, people would just start to naturally come to me like I was the person in charge. And I started to realize that because I'm tall, people just naturally see me as an authority figure. So I started to realize that it was good and it could be used to my benefit. That's awesome. You literally and figuratively tap into your power. Yeah. So. yeah. And at 19 years old, yeah. seriously, that's pretty spectacular. Yeah. I figured it out pretty quick. And then I most people I, take I, a few I, years of counseling. <laughs> and I, and I know it's because I was tall that I kept getting promoted and promoted and promoted. And I, I always tell everybody who's tall, you know, just use it to your advantage because you know, you're going to get the promotion. You're get, you, tall women get paid more. So they get a higher salary even now it's proven. So just being tall now, you're just seen as more capable um, and just somebody who, you know, has the answers. That's awesome. So, so too being tall, like, can you, can one, you tell me a story that, you know, because of being tall, it worked out in your favor or something, anything, you know, a moment oh, in life that. I would say, a couple times, but my favorite one was when I was in a bar and my favorite musician walked into the bar, Dave Matthews. And I went over and introduced myself and said hello to him. And I thought that was it. We talked for a second. I went and sat back down and I thought that was it. That's all. I was so excited. He was the, it was only my husband and I in the bar and Dave and his friends in the bar. And that was it. So after about 30 minutes, I thought, you know, I should leave. I don't want him thinking I'm staying in here because he's in here. And, you know, I'm just so happy I got to meet him and say hello. And as I get up to leave, he calls me, Jennifer, he remembered my name from 30 minutes earlier. Jennifer, come here. I have a question for you. 
And I said, okay. And I walk over and, and you have to understand, I've been to 50 Dave Matthews concerts at this point. I love Dave Matthews and I can't believe he has said, Jennifer, come over. I have to ask you a question. And I said, yes, what's your question? And he said, how tall are you? And I, in that moment, I was like, God, thank you. I hated being tall when I was younger, but now it is all clear. This was, it was all for this moment. It was all for this moment. I could meet Dave Matthews and we ended up talking for about an hour. We just stood there and talked for about an hour after that. And so I was just, that was the moment that I was, that I felt my tallness, you know, was, this is what it was meant for, was for this moment. So I could live out this fantasy I'd had of meeting my favorite rock star and hanging out with him for an evening. That's so awesome. I love that story. Kirsten, do you have any? I don't have any that good. That's a really good story. Um, the only thing I can really think of is, well, in high school, um, I love con- going to concerts and I went to Skid Row. I was a little bit of a metalhead and it was a small, intimate venue. And it, again, the eighties. So big hair, the, the one benefit of being tall is going to a concert. You can see, like you can see above everybody's head. So we're in this small little venue and I have these girls in front of me with their big hair, hairspray. It was, we were packed in there like sardines hair, you know, like in my face, <laughs> It was really gross. Hairspray <laughs> everywhere. Um, but then they sang Sebastian Bach saying, um, I remember you and pointed to me at one point during the chorus, like reached out. I was like, I remember and like looked at me, pointed to me and all these girls in front of me turn around like, who is he looking at? And I looked behind me. I'm like, it's me, right? It's me. He's looking at me. It was pretty exciting. That is. That's a great story. That's all I have. (laughs) So let me add something to that about concerts. So you know how people, Kirsten, would always ask you, how's the air up there? They thought that was a funny joke to say. And finally, one time at a concert, I decided someone had said, like, oh, how's the air up there? And I thought, I'm going to really find out. So I scrunch down to everyone else's level. And let me tell you, the air where we are is way better than the air down where everybody's hanging out. It's all steamy and hot and sweaty. And you never, I mean, at a concert, our air is way better, just so you know. <laughs> People ask us if we play basketball. You, you told me that. Like, you oh. always answer. Oh, do you play miniature golf? <laughs> oh, that's oh, a good comeback. I love that. I've used that. It's <laughs> yeah. great. It's great. I yeah. like that. Yeah, I would always say that. That was the best. I think my friend taught me that to say that. And I was like, that is the best one. And that has it shut is. One. As soon it as you say that, it's done. Like, yeah. like, that's, that's a mic drop there. That's a it mic is. drop. Because I think I'd probably be like, well, I am tall. Well, yeah. look at that. Why am I talking to you? Piss off. <laughs> I always revert back to nine to five. That's what Lily, I don't know if you remember that movie, Lily Tomlin, uh, Dolly oh, yeah. Parton. It's a classic. And there was a scene where she's trying to steal a body that they thought was their boss in this hospital from the morgue. And she's running around and she put on a doctor's lab coat and some candy striper talks, you know, stopped to talk to her. She's like, oh my God. And then she goes, oh my God, you're a doctor. She goes, so I am. Why am I talking to you? Piss off. (laughs) (laughs) I love that scene. That's like one of my favorite movies. I love it. So I think sometimes we need to apply that in life when it's appropriate. Like, oh my God, that's right. Well, what am I talking to you? (laughs) 
why do people feel it's okay to say things like that to if you're tall? Like it's okay to say, but then you don't, you would never go to somebody like a little person and go, oh my gosh, you're so, do you know you're little? I know. <laughs> That's what I feel. They do. They do. People do do that. That's the oh, thing. People just oh. are curious and rude and feel like they can just ask it's or say The what filter's happens. off. The filter, I, I had experiences like that when I first got my hairless dogs and I loved my hairless dogs, you know, when I had with my, with my yeah. partner and we would go to places like St. Augustine with them and everything. And it was like a freak show to them. And people were just like, oh my God, that's an ugly dog. And I'm like, that's like, I felt like they were tagging my baby. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I don't know, Carson, if you noticed, did you have people point at you too? Like I used to have people point at me. And one time I was leaving a restaurant and my friend um, saw this table of like 10 people and they, they're all pointing at me and talking about me. And she'd been around enough to see how many people would like comment on my height or want to, you know, talk about me or ask me about it. And as we're walking by the table, they're all talking and she could tell they were pointing and talking about me. And she stops and she says, hey, Jennifer, these people know you. They're, these people keep pointing at you. They know you. And she's like, y'all know my friend here? You know my friend? And they were all, every single person put their head down and just stared down. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. You were all pointing at her. I thought you knew her. That's and I remember right. in that moment, oh, I've done that to people where I've seen people like looking at me and I'm like, oh, do you know me? Do I know you? And then they're all like, no, but you know, you just have to learn to call people out in the middle of it. And then they realize very quickly. But I, I mean, I was surprised how many people would point and talk about me just because right. I'm tall, you know, it's a lack of manners, you know, and I think sometimes it's generational and people teach it or they don't like, and that's yes. a good friend you have. That's a good friend that you have to call him out on it too. It, it definitely taught me I had the right to do it. Like in that moment, I was like, I can say to someone, oh, hi, what, what do you need to know? And I have, I, and then some people are like, oh, I was just, you know, they, they're nice about it once you call them out or they just look away. Oh no, I'm sorry. And they walk away. But sometimes people say, oh, I just, I love your height, you know? And you're like, oh, thank you. So Jen, do you ever wear heels? Do you embrace your um, height? I, yeah. I, I have once or twice. But no, I still I can't. have on occasion, but yeah, I on heels. I bought heels to go with dresses and then I always take them off and put on the flat where I'm like, I just can't do Aww. it. But I did start standing up straight. You know, that to me was when I embraced my height, when I quit like slouching or trying to scrunch down to the side or kick a hip out to make myself an inch shorter. Once I accepted that I was tall and was like, oh, it's a good thing. And then I started to, to like contort my body into a shorter frame, but the heels never, I never made it to the heels. Wow. That's another thing too, because with puberty, you know, I know girls that develop quicker also get self-conscious about, about their, about their chest. So they also tend to kind of hunch a little bit and, and not have the proper, you know, yeah. posture, you know, to, and which you is never like, had that problem. Me either. <laughs> I'm like, you're speaking to three women that never knew that feeling. <laughs> I kept waiting. I'm like, it's going to happen one day. Right? I did too. I'm like, this will be the summer. This summer will be the summer when I come back in the fall and I'm right. And then I'm like 30, and I'm like, uh, I guess not no. going to happen. I swear, I went to the beach for spring break. I'll never forget it. I got. Um, a bathing suit top. They had just started putting padding in bathing suit tops. So I thought, oh, I got a little bit of something. I was like so <laughs> proud. And this guy walks by and he goes, boobs to the right, boobs to the left, no boobs at all at me. I was just like, 
I was like so upset. I was oh like, my oh my God, I was so excited for this top. I got a padded bathing <laughs> suit once <laughs> and the pads like would soak in all the water. So I would get out That's of the like water <laughs> and just keep dripping. And so I learned when you step out of the water that you had to like kind of squeeze them. <laughs> squish, squish, squish. Push the water out casually as you're getting out. You're like, <laughs> that reminds me. That, that reminds me that. Kind of hold yourself and like brush yeah. water. <laughs> that reminds me of that Will and Grace episode where she had the water bra, where she had the water inserts, oh, and she was at that art exhibit, and the guy pissed her <laughs> off, so she started <laughs> all over his arm. Google it sometimes. It's the best yeah. episode. It was very I Love Lucy physical yeah. comedy. It's one of her best. Yeah. <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> the challenges That's of being cute. tall and um, not having breasts. Right. <laughs> well, is that? What does it feel like? Well, and along with that, sometimes I notice like if I would get real dressed up and go out on the town with friends and maybe wear heels and being flat chested, I'm like, do, does anybody ever think that I'm a man in drag <laughs> because I am so tall? Like yeah. I always sometimes worried about that. Well, or, I have a hilarious story. I went to Key West with Chip in like, I don't know, maybe 2000. And he was interviewing for a job and we decided to drive, you know, and stay the night in QS. He was in marathon. And when we arrived, there's tall women everywhere. Like, I mean, I've never seen so many tall women, like hundreds. And they, every time they walk by me, they're just like, Hey, and I'm like, Hey, and I was like, this is so bizarre. Well, there, I didn't know this, but it was like Miss tall America pageant or something was going on in, in Key West. And so everyone just assumed I was a part of it. So everywhere we went, everybody was like, hi. And I'm just like, hi. And so there is, that was the first time I ever was around. The whole city was overrun with tall women. It was one of the coolest things I ever saw. Oh my God. That is, I've never, that is actually, I, know. Cool. I want to follow it on social media now. That's cool. I That's should what go I like check it about. out. But it, was, it was interesting, you know, cause I'm like all, all these tall women and they all think they know me, but they just assumed I was part of the pageant too. <laughs> They're like, That's my competition. Yeah. <laughs> Or, or birds of a feather, you know, like, hey, girl. Yeah. Yeah. See ya. Yeah. Well, did, did you feel like that, like, speaking of birds of a feather, that you would be like, oh, there's a tall person over there? Yeah. You felt, there was, there, I always felt like there's sort of, like, a little understanding, a little, like, club, private club. Like, it's okay to ask another tall person how tall they are. Like, I could say to Kirsten mm-hmm. when I met her, like, oh, how tall are you? And it's totally fine. And she can ask me. I'm, it's, it's not offensive. Mm-hmm. You know, but when people who aren't tall, like my husband is five, nine and he, whenever he asks someone how tall they are, when he meets a woman who's like six, two or six, three, he always says, Oh, my wife is six, two. How tall are you? And he's like, I always say that. So they know I'm kind of in the club. I'm allowed to ask, you know, because I'm with a tall woman. And, and then the women usually are nicer about it when he says, Oh, my wife's tall. Hey, thanks, Jen. Thanks, Kirsten. This conversation was so interesting and fun. I really appreciate it. And here's our recap. Tall girls. Heels. Manchu. Taylor. Rude people. How's the weather down there? Capris, not high waters. For sure. Skylab. Bear to a bear now. Prom or no prom? <laughs> yeah.
prom or no prom, padded or not padded? Oh my God, yes. 